Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Larry Jacobs, and it is the 20th of December, 2022. We've got Amber Harper here today. Amber is the uh, author of Hacking Teacher Burnout from Times 10 Publications. I got it all linked up on site. She has an incredible website over at burnedinteacher.com, and she has amazing resources for educators to prevent burnout. She's, and she's burned out once or twice and came back better than ever, and now she's even better than ever. You can see all this on her incredible website. Again, it's burnedinteacher.com. We're going to have a great conversation with, with her today about her journey through all this, how she wrote the book, and what she's doing these days to help teachers. You know, we have our website, which is teacher-retention.com. We are real, real, real concerned about all this. And she's while we're concerned, she's really doing something about it. Okay, so um, it's going to be a great conversation with her. And a big thank you to my friend Mark Barnes, who's the president of Times 10 Publications, who introduced me to Amber, which is just great. And I have everything linked up on site. We're going to archive the show over at ACE. Dash ed.org. That's A-C-E-D.org. That's the home website of our American Consortium for Equity in Education. And we have TeacherRetention.com. We have uh, SELToday.org. All of our podcasts are there. And our keystone product is our magazine, the online journal Equity and Access. And you can just read it by clicking on the cover over there. You'll like it over at ace-ed.org. Check it all out. We're pretty proud of what we do. All right. Amber, are you there? Yes, I am. Amber, welcome to the show. I'm Larry, and it's a pleasure to have you have you here. It's a pleasure Ma- to Ma- be Madame. here, Larry. Thank you, Madame Hoosier. Okay, you're in Indiana today, I assume? I am. I am. Northeast Indiana, Fort Wayne. I've been there many times, okay? Been there many oh, times, yeah? okay? With Sure. And the funniest thing, when I was a kid, okay, I'll just tell you this stupid story, which has nothing to do with anything. I was playing around on an AM radio, and Fort Wayne is one of the big clear channel stations. And I used to listen to hockey games before there were Philadelphia Flyers or I lived. They they would come in crystal clear. I can't even remember the name of the team, okay? But the Fort Wayne hockey hockey, uh, stuff would come. It's amazing, okay? Fort Wayne, there you go. I've been there a lot of times. Yeah, there you. Thank you very much. But this was this was ten thousand years ago. We were still wearing uh, <laughs> we we were still wearing animal furs. What I'm at the time I'm talking about. Okay, was okay, I so. born yet? I don't know. No, you weren't. Believe me, you weren't born yet. Okay, I can guarantee you that. Okay, Amber, it's a pleasure to have you here. You've had quite a journey, and I'm going to tell everybody to go over to burnedinteacher.com, which, by the way, is a excellent website. Okay, just as your book I know is excellent. And I hope a lot of teachers go over there because, as I said, we really care about this and we try to get information out there. But you're one of those people that's actually doing something. Okay, and you give, I'm just going to read what you wrote me. You give struggling teachers a path to follow as they navigate their way, which now is worse than ever, out of burnout by helping them grow Mm -hmm. through their burnout and take their next best steps just as you did toward what they want from their career in education and I might add in their whole life. Okay, and again, I'm going to recommend people to go over to burnedinteacher.com. Uh, start with you. Tell us about your, your adventures as a, as a teacher, then a not teacher, then a teacher, then a writer, then a not teacher, then a writer and an author and a podcaster. <laughs> and, and we can go on and on and on, okay? So go ahead. Tell, give yeah. us your story. Okay. 
Great. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, I'll try You're to keep welcome. it short and sweet because it's long and it's messy. We have and, time, but go ahead. Um, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, I think one thing, you know, whenever people are asked to tell their story, I think that they're afraid to share the really messy parts. And I'm really proud of those messy parts because those are really what have shaped me into the teacher and the person that I am today. Um, and it really all started back in uh, 2000, graduated um, teacher college and got my first classroom. Technically, my first classroom was in January of 2007. I took over for a teacher who took a different position in the school and uh, started in fifth grade. Things were great there. I loved that district, loved that school. But I got offered a position in like right down the street from where I lived. My husband worked there. He was a teacher there. And, uh, and our daughter went to this district. And this is where oh, my wow. husband and I graduated oh, from as well. So yeah, it was an ideal situation. So I was super excited. I had, you know, raving reviews from the principal that I'd worked for at this other district for those short, you know, six, you know, four and a half, five months. And, um, you know, got offered this first grade position at this new school. And at Larry, those first two years of teaching, just they burned me out so badly because oh, of wow. the, the toxic, yeah, the toxic work culture that I worked in. Um, the, the people that I worked with on my team, they were very negative. There was one leader who you did exactly what you were told to do. She told you what to do. You were expected to listen to her. Everyone was afraid of her. And I, I don't operate that way. Like, I'm like, let's work together. We're better together. I have these ideas. So I'm a brand new, fresh teacher. <laughs> and, you know, I have all these ideas, all these things I'd like to talk about. Of course, in my whole life, I've always gotten in trouble for asking one question. And that is why? <laughs> like, <laughs> why 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 do we do it this way why does it work like I got in trouble a lot like from my parents yeah, from my teachers believe me I get it yeah okay I get it yeah okay yeah I have so a friend, I, I'll just tell you a I quick ask, thing I have a friend of mine who's, who was the chair of the biology part my oldest friend at Columbia University we always used to just talk and, and I always I said to him he I, we were talking about something and I said why does this happen and he said never ask me a question about why that I can't answer Okay. Yeah. The facts I can yeah. give you, but the why I can't. So go ahead, please. Go ahead. Yeah, and I've I've just always been one of those people that, and not okay. I have to admit, sometimes in order to challenge authority, I would ask why, but mostly I was just really curious about logistics and and why things worked the way they were the, the way they did, and if they weren't working, why we couldn't do something about it. And I think I have to share that part of my story because I think that's really what brought me to burned in teacher. Um, because, you know, those two years I really struggled. I was pregnant with our second daughter, my very first year of teaching. Um, so wow. I didn't work, Busy. I didn't work two full years. Yeah, yeah. Right next to each other. I had, you know, from spring break on, I was on maternity leave and then I didn't come back until the second nine weeks of the, the following year. So, which yeah. was probably yeah. good for my mental health because I didn't have to be around these very toxic women, um, for an <laughs> entire year, uh, two years in a row. But the following year, my third year at this school, I, I was offered a position as a second grade teacher. It was just right down the hall, and I realized the power of just moving, just moving to a different area. Like, I'm not going to change anybody there. And I moved into this new team, and they were amazing. We became really great friends. It was a, it was a really great place mm. for me. Um, I also had my high ability license, so I was able to work with, you know, students, you know, with high ability needs and, and things like that. So I was really able to use my talents and my skills and um, really, like, voice my opinion, ask questions, and I wasn't looked at as a threat. I was looked at as a teammate. People could take or leave what I thought or, you know, what I asked um, with a grain of salt. But 
Um, so I worked there a couple of years, and then uh, unfortunately, the toxic environment wasn't just in the first grade area. It really was within my administration too. It was just a very volatile relationship. I never knew exactly what was what curveballs are going to be thrown my way. Um, I was then voluntold that I was going to third grade to basically take this position from a different teacher in third grade. So I was made to look like this, you know, classroom stealing, title stealing teacher. Oh, and so I was just put into a really, yeah, I was just put into some really weird positions. And I wasn't the only one. I, I'm not making this all about me. It was just, it was that type of environment that you really didn't know yeah, from day to day, week to week, you know, what you, what version of, your, of the admi- administration you were going to get. And mm. so anyway, ups and downs, roller coaster, lots of crying, lots of frustration, lots of venting over wine with my friends, you know, um, I, we had a personal tragedy that happened, you know, a couple of oh. years in, in this district, and I didn't take care of my mental health the way that I should have. Oh. And yeah. it was just, it was just a huge roller coaster. And, you know, this was back in two, between 2007 and 2014 that I worked at this district. And there wasn't a whole lot of information about teacher burnout. You know, obviously with No That's Child right. Left Behind since 2001, things continued to get harder and harder, data, 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 pressure, pressure, pressure. Like all of that was building up. Um, but there wasn't really – I just thought that it was – I thought that it was all um, the, the administration's fault. I thought that it was all, you know, them. Like I kept blaming everybody else. And I, we played equal parts in this, right? Like – I did not have the self-awareness that I do now. I know that I played into this, you know, the stressful, frustrating relationship that I had with them and with some of my teammates at different parts of, you know, those eight years that I worked there. But I finally, in 2014, and I really am fast-forwarding through a lot of this because it really was a roller coaster. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Go ahead. Thank you. I would be so low. I'd come home crying. I would call my mother-in-law. I'd yep. call my mom. Yep. Why am I doing this? I'm taking my daughter to this babysitter to go to a job that I hate right now. I love the kids, but I hate, you know, how things are going. And it was just a lot of cognitive dissonance, right? Like, you should be doing this. No, you shouldn't be doing this. And it, back and forth. And finally, it all came to a head in 2014. I talk about this anytime I speak because it, it humanizes the situation. It's not sexy. It's not funny. It's just really it is essentially embarrassing, but a huge light bulb moment because it was my rock bottom. Um, we had gotten a puppy in the summer of 2014, a little beautiful bulldog. Um, oh, his wow, heart. I love and bulldogs. So we were, <laughs> yes. So, Who doesn't? Um, Everybody loves bulldogs, about, but go ahead. Who doesn't, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Bless his heart. He just passed away about a month ago. We just ah, love him so sorry. much. But, sorry. Um, no, thank you. But um, he, he was, we had a hard time, uh, like, uh, housebreaking him because we got him when he was four months old. And anyway, so we got him in July. School started in August. So I was, we were about three minutes away from the school that my husband and I both had worked at. And um, so it was really easy for me just to run home, uh, let him out of his kennel, have him go to the bathroom, and then drive back home. And then I had about an hour and a half left to teach every day. So this was during our afternoon recess. And, I assume um, that's the dog and not your day. husband you're talking about. That's the right, dog you're talking right, right, right. This yeah, is the dog. Yeah, that was a joke, <laughs> yeah, everybody. That was a joke. Okay. okay. Yeah. So okay. my husband had recently, uh, he had gotten his administration license. So he was working in another district, just a, a little town over. And um, and this is relevant in a minute. You'll see why. So I went home to let Oliver out of his kennel. And um, he Oliver. had crap. <laughs> I mean, he had, yes, Oliver had crapped all over his kennel. He had sat in it, rolled in it. It was just an absolute mess. And I reacted very 
um, in a very extreme way. I had a complete and total mental and emotional breakdown. I did my best to clean yeah. him up, clean myself up, get back yeah. to school. And by the time I got back, I was in such a heightened emotional state. My, these friends, And I worked on a huge team of eight other third grade teachers at this time. And they all knew my husband, Jeff. We were all friends. We hung out together. Um, I was in such a terrible state. They thought he had died. Wow. So, like, yeah, wow. it was. It you was were a really, mess. I was you were a mess. I was a mess. Yeah. I was yeah. a mess. And what it turned out is it, it was just that camel that broke. It was that, it was yeah, that exactly. straw, the straw that broke the, broke the camel's, camel's back. back. Right? That happens. That's what it's that about. That had nothing. Yep. That is, yeah. right? That It was just a total and complete meltdown. And imagine their underwhelm when I tell them that Oliver had crapped in his kennel That's and that oof. I yeah. was just, yes, yeah. This is the result. Over. It's, like, it's, it's time I, to get help. I have yeah. a friend. Yeah, right? Like, I had a friend, yeah. her name is Jane. She was very, very upfront, very in your face, like, no BS. And she looked at me, she goes, are you effing kidding me? And I was <laughs> like, I was like, yes, I know this is ridiculous, but I just can't stop. Like, I just remember saying, I just no, can't stop I, crying. I just can't I, stop. I get it. I get and it. That, me, I get it. Yeah, right? And, and so me, does everybody I talk, else. I talked to thousands of teachers, right? I've talked to thousands of teachers, and so many people have had these rock-bottom moments where Absolutely. if they just break it they just break they just break and that was my moment that was my rock bottom moment that I really realized that I had to change something and what I've learned over the years is when you're when you're feeling burnout there are two things one if not two things that have to change number one is you and the other thing that may need to change is your environment because if we're being realistic you can't self-care your way out of a toxic environment you can't and, you know, I got to say so, something, Amber, what you said a few minutes ago, you said that, you know, you, you didn't like your other job, et cetera, et cetera, and you were blaming the administration. And that is classic. That's exactly what always happens. Yeah. And But you're not looking right. at yourself. Okay. No. You're not looking at yourself. And all these, all this journey, all these revelations, okay, that's, you were wise enough and smart enough, I know where this is going, to start m- making changes. Okay. And that's an important realization. Go ahead. Please continue. Well, and it actually took me another year, year and a half to really make the changes that I needed to make it myself. Because what I did is this breakdown happened in early October of 2014. And I actually just decided I needed to find a different job. Good for you. I was still in that mindset of it's their fault. And and it was partially, it was their leadership. It really was. I agree. Um, I agree with that. But but you're still... But yeah. still, it's, it's you're I, in control, but we tend to pretend they are. Okay, you're in control. That's what you're learning. You're in control. But go ahead. I was still playing. I was still playing yep. the victim, right? Yep. Like yep. I was still had that victim yep. mentality. I get it's it. Not me. It's them. It's not me. It's them. It's not my fault. And and quite honestly, Larry, I had played the victim card. I look back. I mean, I've done a lot of soul searching, a lot of reflecting. I did this all the way back through middle school. I had a, a ton of. <laughs> social issues when I was middle school through high school. And a lot of them was me playing the victim. I had zero self-awareness, zero. So this was, this, this had to come, you know, this, this had to come at some point in the story and it will. So I, uh, I left in December of 2014, um, you know, Christmas break. I was my last, it was my last day. I took on a position as an executive director of an educational nonprofit in our local community. 
So I thought this is the best of both worlds. I don't have to leave education because I really do love it. I get to still see teachers. I still get to impact kids. I get to work with literacy, which is my favorite thing to teach. I love teaching reading and writing. And this is just amazing. Well, I showed, you know, I started that job in January of 2015 and I was there just long enough to close it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it wasn't, I, I will, and, and this is the 100% truth. It was really not my fault. They should not have hired me. They were in the red. They had lost the 21st century grant several years before, or it had dwindled down, but they hadn't readjusted their budget and how, you know, who yeah, they had on yeah. staff, et cetera. And I, I'm an elementary school teacher and I get into this job and I'm like, this is not okay. <laughs> this is not, I think we're going to have to close. And basically that's what I did. So then I had, I, and these are the stories I was telling myself, Larry, I had failed as a teacher. Now I failed very publicly because this was a very well, um, well-known community nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Like it was a big deal. It impacted thousands of kids and adults over like a 12 year span. They were, I mean, they had over a million dollars in grants at one point. Like it was, it was incredible. And here I jump in and then it looks like Amber, you know, Amber comes in, takes over and just runs it right into the ground. And yeah, that was hardly, definitely hardly. not what happened. Yeah. So hardly. that was super. It was already over the precipice. So had, you just, you just took it, it the last four feet. Yeah. Totally. I mean, it was in the papers. Yeah, it was, it was so embarrassing. So here I am like thinking I'd found my way, like, I found my way out of this toxic situation, ended up putting myself in another toxic situation. In addition, not working on myself. So I still took this negative self-talk. I still took these heightened emotions. I still took this, um, I still took this, I still took all of these, um, this victim mentality with me, right? Into this new position. Now what am I gonna Mm -hmm. do? It's June of 2015. What in the heck am I going to do? Well, I am just a teacher, so that's just what I'm going to keep doing. So I was no way going to apply to this other district, you know, that I had um, worked in for eight years. So I applied at another district, and um, I got a job in the summer of 2015 at a new district, the district that I actually work at now. So this is my first story of leaving education, because you know, Larry, it it sounds like you've done your research. I've left twice. I've returned twice. I know. I (laughs) did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so this is my story of my first time leaving and returning. Uh, so I returned to the classroom, different district, first grade, and I was just, I, I was burned out before I started. I mean, I was just, the negativity that I had, you know, just like in my aura was just, and I tried. I tried to fake my way through it. I smiled. Of course, I was kind. I was nice. I tried to work hard, you know, work on my relationship with my teammate. Like, I, it wasn't that I was like this nasty, negative Nancy walking down the hallway. I put on a smiling face. I, like, just really tried to fake it until I made it, right? Um, this was my life. This is what I needed to settle for, and this is what I needed to just get over my crap and just move through, go through the motion. And that's honestly what I did for most of that, most of that mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And of course I, you know, I didn't have any big emotional breakdowns like I did, you know, in the first district in 2014, but I did cry in my car to and from school. I did. And my daughter was Not in the good. back seat because she Not went to good. school with me. She couldn't, Not no, good. she couldn't hear me. I wasn't making a big scene, but I would just tears would be streaming down my face yeah. on the way there and on the way home. And uh, so finally, then and I really hadn't made any great friends at this at this school 
Um, the administrator was, again, I, I, I had heard from the community that he was just really great leader and he was going to be amazing to work with. And at first he was, but then like the honeymoon period wore, wore off and I really started to get to know him and the culture of the school. And it was really not what I had heard or what I had expected. So there I was again in another volatile relationship with my administration. So that was really frustrating. So I'm just trying to just get, I'm just trying to get through, you know, what if there are so many teachers, I'm just trying to make it to spring break. I'm just going to make it to summer break. All right. Now we're going to make it to Christmas break. Okay. Now we're going to, you know, like I'm just trying to survive. I was just in that survival mode. And I was invited in spring of 2016 to go to a Google summit in Franklin, Indiana. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to go, but my husband said, you know, maybe I'll, you'll meet some other teachers from the district. Exactly. It'll give you a chance to kind of branch out, go for it. It'll be a week and away. It's going to be great. So <laughs> we, uh, so I go to this conference and I end up rooming with what became, who became, and I didn't know it at that time, who became the very first teacher to go through my burned in teacher small wow. group program wow. a couple of wow. years later. What yeah. She is still wow. a great that, friend. That a coincidence for what are happening. Yeah. That's great. It's like serendipitous, right? So yeah. we had never met before. We ended up being roomies. We just clicked. Her name is Janelle. She's just a wonderful person. And um, so we went to the Google conference and I'm sitting there and I'm going to these breakout sessions and I, and uh, one of the, I think it was like the second keynote that we did. I was just like, like absolutely inspired by the way that he presented and that he had these things called Google certified badges. Like, how do you get mm-hmm. those? And, and we were this district that I'm in now that I was in them. They're very big and they were especially then very big into technology, getting, you know, kids hands on technology. And I was like, this is it. I want to become a Google certified trainer. I want to do this. And I was super excited. I was just totally like my fire was ignited. Like it's never been at a conference before. And I just knew something had changed. And so on the, on the way back, I had decided there that I wanted to become Google certified. I went to a couple of breakout sessions on what it was, what, you know, what you would need to do. And I was like, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm going (laughs) to do this. And uh, on our way home, I had fallen asleep and I woke up and burned in teacher. There you go. Is what there was in go. my brain. Burnin Teacher. There you go. And I bought the go. domain the next morning, burninteacher.com, and I was like, yep. I don't know what this is going to be, <laughs> but I'm going to start telling my story. I'm going to start blogging yeah. about, um, and I'm going to use, of course, I'm going to use Google Blogger, right? Like, I'm going to use all Google tools. I'm going to make a Google site. I'm going to do all this stuff on Google, and I'm going to learn Google as I tell my story of being burned out and how I'm being reignited and how I'm becoming a Google certified teacher, level one, level two, I want to become a trainer. And then it just all started to evolve from there. I started to blog about, I started reading this book that I had never heard of. And mind you, Larry, I was 30, I was 32 when I, when this happened and I had never heard of the book, seven habits of highly effective people. That's not a new book. (laughs) No, but that's okay. So prove, prove that I had never done the work on myself I had never done any type of research on what you know basically I dove into self-help you know basically I I dove headfirst into personal development so I started reading any like I started reading Tony Robbins Stephen Covey Mm -hmm. 
you know, I started reading all of these really great books about developing yourself in addition to, and I was listening to them truly on um, audiobooks uh, to and from. So I wasn't crying on my way to work anymore because I was just really intensely listening to these audiobooks about developing yourself. I really was. Yeah. I really was. Yeah. And, um, in addition, then in the evenings, I would be working on my Google certification or I would be blogging about it. I did that for a year, just really nose to the grindstone, like really just working on myself, working on Google, just trying to figure all this out. And um, one day my principal came into my classroom and I was tweeting and stuff like that. I had never tweeted before. I was never on Twitter. <laughs> and my, <laughs> my principal came up to me. My principal came up to me one day. He goes, hey, and this was at the end of 20, this was at the end of 2016, actually. Um, he goes, hey, um, are you burned in teacher on Twitter? And I was wow. like, yeah, I am. Wow. <laughs> and he was like, wow. I really like what you're doing, Amber. I really like that. Wow. And I was like, thanks. Yeah, it was really cool. Isn't that great to so get the recognition? I, isn't that, that's, that's such a good feeling, isn't it? Oh, wow. That's important. It really was. Yeah. And that was kind yeah. of affirming to me that I, because I always had this like voice in the back of my head that's like, don't let anybody know it's you. Don't let them catch you. <laughs> like, do this sure. in secret. Yeah. Even though I wasn't yeah. doing anything wrong, I was just telling Great. my, I was being really honest about these breakdowns yeah. and how I had felt for so long. And I was getting replies to these blogs and I was like, what? People are actually reading these? Like, yeah. it, was just, a, it was just insane. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I, I, I have I to say, to you know, when you do it with the podcast, too, when people come up to me at a, when I'm at a conference and they hear my voice and they say, are you Larry mm-hmm. from Education Talk Radio? They don't know me. I say, yeah. Oh, I listen to you all the time. That is so that yeah. is so much fun to hear. And it's the same for you. You know, you're, right, yeah. you're doing this yeah. work and you're doing it kind of anonymously and people are really recognizing yeah. it. And that's what I love what you're doing. But go ahead. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah. It's fun. No, no, it's fine. So that was really exciting and affirming. And then, uh, so fast forward to about a year later, um, and I know it was a year later because I went to the Google conference again, and then I had been doing Burn and Teacher then for about a year, you know, not making any money, you know, nothing like that. I was just, just telling my story, putting it out there to see what the universe had in mind for me, right? And um, Google conference in 2017 then um, I, I had, you know, met a few of these people who were presenting. I had reached out to them. I had questions. I was Google certified level one, level two at that point, And I was leading my own breakout session, which was just, wow. it blew my mind. <laughs> wow. Because, yeah. I mean, wow. I went and from year one when I was like, I want to present, like, I want to do that. I was actually doing it. It was insane. Um, and then someone came up to me and they were like, Hey, so, you talked a little bit about, you know, this idea for burned in teacher. Have you thought about that being your, uh, like a Google innovator project? Mm-hmm. Like you could go, you know, they're, they're going to be doing it in Washington, D.C. next year. You haven't missed the window to apply. You should totally do it. And I was like, what? Like Google innovate? Like we would get to go to Google? What? I'm, there's no way. I would never be able to do that. Larry, I applied and I got in, and I. There you go. I'm not surprised. 2018. <laughs> I'm not surprised. 2018, and by that time, Burned In had not just been the name of my website and my blog, but I had turned it into this baby process of like these eight steps. And I can tell you what those are in a little bit if you'd like. Um, I really started to do my research on like how can I start to 
other teachers to do what I've done, which is completely turn it around. And that's why, really, I love the name Burned In Teacher because it's the opposite of burned out, right? Of course. I I love it. Actually, actually, that's how I found out about you because I was talking to uh, Mark Barnes, your publisher, over at Times 10. He's a friend of mine. And I I was saying something about we have this website about teacher burnout called, we call it teacher-retention.com. And he said, oh, my God, you have to meet Amber. Okay, she has this whole thing about burned in teeth. I said, you're kidding me. That's how, that's how this whole thing started. Okay, so it, this yeah. is great. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. You know, I, I want to stop yeah, you for so, a second because, yeah, this is great. I'm, I'm lo- and, you know, i got to say something. I love your journey. Okay, are you, you're still teaching, right? You're still teaching? I am. I am. Yeah. So I'm you're getting ready to share teacher, with you how I correct? left the second time. Yes. Yeah, I teach yeah. kindergarten. Right. So, I'm in so my second my year. Point is, my point is a lot of people. A lot of people would have left the profession for good, okay? Mm-hmm. And they would have left for good because I, I don't need this crap. I don't need to come home crying. Yeah. The kids don't appreciate me. The parents don't appreciate me. And, frankly, my colleagues are a bunch of miserable bastards, okay, to be quite yeah. honest. Okay? Yeah. That's the situation yeah. you were in. And so I hear that a lot. necessarily yeah. accurate, but that's the way you felt about it, Okay. Right. All right. And that's, right. that makes it accurate. The perception is 99% of the truth, okay, for you. All right. So mm-hmm. a lot of people would have left, okay, but, and you did yeah. leave for a while, but you came back because you're an educator at heart, A, all right, mm-hmm. and B, okay, because you recognize there was another path to help educators, Okay, and you actually yeah, did something did. about I'm just – and by the way, your book, I just want to say this. The book, if you go over to uh, Times 10 Publishing or onto Amazon, okay, is Hacking Teacher Burnout by Amber Harper. Okay, and how hard was it to write the book, Amber? It actually wasn't hard at all. The, the most challenging part of it, because I had already written an ebook. Many times I'd gone through it and re-edited, re-edited oh, it okay. uh, several times. I had my own ebook version of what is now Hacking Teacher Burnout. The ebook version is, oh, cool. is long gone. But I had built this process, burned, you know, these eight steps of burned in, because burned in is eight Very letters. Um, I had built that in 2017 I, before I left the second time. I left in 2018. Let me, I'm going to kind of fast forward and then reverse so this makes sense. So yeah, we only got about 10 minutes left, so go ahead. I just want to warn you, 10 oh minutes left, gosh. so go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it goes so fast, I know, but I'm loving every minute of it, so go ahead, so, please. Yeah. So in 2018, I became a Google certified trainer. I had been leading uh, workshops at our local, re- we call them in, in Indiana, we call them regions. Um, it's our education service centers. So I had been leading workshops here and there, teaching teachers how to do Google, that kind of thing. And then I was being invited to teach districts and schools in other areas of Indiana and beyond. And I had to say no because I was in the classroom full time. So wow. 2018, I told my husband, I said, instead of saying no to these opportunities, I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to build Burned In Teacher, and I'm going to coach teachers on how to Good move through and grow through their burnout, just like I did. And I did. I left. And that was in 2018. I started the podcast in 2018 because I actually had the time to dedicate to it. And in 2019 is when I reached out to Mark Barnes and asked him if he thought that my burned-in process would fit into a hacking series book because they didn't have anything about burnout, and this was becoming such a huge problem. And I have a feeling he did think that. Yes. Yes. And what I did is I sent him a copy of my ebook. And I, and I was like, hey, do you think this could fit? He was like, absolutely, this is perfect. You already have your steps in there. You would just need to 
fit it into, you know, things you can do tomorrow, you know, because he has this whole amazing uh, structure of his hacking series books that makes it very attainable and easy for people to make small changes that have huge ripple effects. And that's what I'm all about, because I thought that I had to make these huge leaps. And really, they were just small shifts that I needed to make that turned into bigger steps, you know, just by changing small things about my life, and especially starting with my mindset and my beliefs. So, uh, you know, I don't need to remind you of 2020 what happened. So no. <laughs> I was home working from home. And really what it came down to, since and, we don't and have all much of time sudden, left. And so is, was everybody else. Yes, it was terrible. Yes, yeah. right. And yeah. I just really, I'm an extrovert. I, I love meeting new people. I love being in rooms full of people, which is why I love teaching so much. And I missed it. And it's, it, this was even like, I'm thinking, it was before 2020, like before, you know, the pandemic happened and we were working from home and stuff like that. It was at the end of 2019 that I was like, I have, I'm writing, the, I'm in the middle of writing this book, right? Um, I started the podcast. I was doing all of this by myself. And I was like dying inside in a way that I never, I really wanted to see people every day. And especially since the pandemic, I was doing a lot of my presentations from home, you know, virtually like Zoom was like everybody knew what Zoom was when I felt like I was the only one who knew what it was 2017, 18. <laughs> um, but so I finally told my husband um, in the, it was summer of 2021. Well, it was at the end of the school year in 2021. I told my husband, I said, I'm going to apply for this kindergarten job in the same district as you because he had happened to be working in the same district. So um, that I had okay. left. And so I said, I'm going to do it. And he goes, do you think you can do burn-in teacher and teach at the same time? I said, yes, because it'll give me the opportunity to do what I love, which is teach, but to also do what I love, which is inspiring and working with teachers and helping them to find a way out of this burnout. And, hey, maybe leaving teaching is for them, but it isn't for everybody. I'm living proof of that. I left twice. I've returned twice. And I've never been happier. So That's right. I can quickly go through that burned-in process with you if you'd like. It no, is, we don't, we don't have time. I'm, gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna bring you back on this show, okay? okay. Sometime awesome. in January. Yeah. If, you, if you want to come, I hope okay. you do. I hope you had a good time. I would love but to. But I have a, I have a question, <laughs> okay? For you, and you're wonderful. I love, I love having. That's why I want to invite you back on, okay? But yeah. um, I, I'm curious about this, okay? Your burned-in teacher. That's mm-hmm. you. And by the way, she has burned-in teacher university she will speak at your school she's got her podcast go over to burnedinteacher.com everybody this woman is a dynamite educator okay this is amber harper <laughs> now my question okay all right your husband's yes. a school principal right he's an elementary school principal yes. right okay yeah mm-hmm. he has to work with teachers all the time okay those yes. teachers a lot of them and i don't know his teachers obviously but just Generically speaking, you know they're burned, they're burned out. They're they're hard. Teachers right. are having a tough time. So have, what has your husband learned from your work? Okay, what's, yeah. what? What? Yeah, because I want to. You know, I know what you do for teachers. What are you doing for administrators? Your husband's the classic example. Okay, of a good, a good yeah. guy and an excellent principal. Okay, but what has he learned yeah. from what all, all this? And that's key. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. And we got, what we got five minutes to that, expose your whole life okay. with your husband there. So good. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So our conversations in 2022 are very different than our conversations used to 2008. Those were very victimized, very negative, right? Now they are more of like, wow. Jeff, what do you have control over? What do you wow. have control over? 
because it's the same conversation that I have with teachers because teachers, right, they are impacting students, right? So when teachers are complaining and frustrated and feeling burned out, I ask them to focus on what can you control, which That's is, right. Larry, you probably right. already know the answer, you. You can control yep. you. <laughs> you can control your emotions. You can control your reactions. So with Jeff, I say the same thing because he's impacting teachers. There's that inward ripple effect, right? So Absolutely. if you see a teacher who's struggling, what can you control? How can you show up for them? How can you ask them what they need and how you can help them? Because that's all. And if right. they turn around and say nothing, leave me alone, you can't do anything about that. Now, if it's affecting the performance and their ability to teach, then obviously there are things that need to happen, right? Um, but it's something that it's just like they're just a toxic, negative person, and but they're still showing up for their students. It's not about you. It's not about you. That, it, they would be right. miserable and unhappy under any administrator. So you have to let that go. And you have to do the best that you can and really just keep showing up and, and really thinking about why, why it is that you're doing what you're doing, but why also, because I don't want to go, we could have a whole other podcast about why, your why, right? But we're going to. So like, we're going why, to. Okay. Yeah. I would love we're to. Going to. I would love to. That, so what is, what is know, within your control? Yeah. And, you know, I, and I'm going to say it to you again. In your situation that you had, a lot of people would have left. Okay, and another good, mm-hmm. terrific educator would have gone. You didn't. And you turn that, and this is the other part of teaching that a lot of people don't understand. Look at what you've built. Okay, you have so mm-hmm. many talents. You were able to, if I may, to build this business of the burned-in teacher, author, podcaster, speaker, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, you've got a lot to be proud of, kiddo, okay? So Thank what you. I'm going to do, I, we're going we're gonna to get back together again, okay? I'm, I'll probably write Let's you today it. or tomorrow. We'll set that up. That would be great, okay, because okay? we really want to do yeah. more with you. We're really, what you do, like I said, is the action side of kind of what we do. We provide a lot of information, but you're really getting it done, okay? So um, we'll talk. Thank you. All right? Amber, you're the best. I would love it. Thank you. Okay? Thank you. Enjoy. Thanks for having Happy me. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Buy Thank something you. good for the kids. Okay? Have fun with the kids. <laughs> Will do. All right? Thanks, Thank you. Larry. Merry Christmas. Oh, uh, you. you're welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, is she something or what? She's wonderful. That's Amber Harper, everybody, and it's burnedinteacher.com. I got everything linked over there. Okay? And she's pretty damn cool. All right? We're going to archive over at ace-ed.org. Check out what we do. We're kind of cool, too. All right? We'll talk to you tomorrow. You take care. Thanks for listening. I'm Larry Jacobs. Have a good day.